0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Airbnb has permanently banned parties. <laughs> no longer allowed to rent an Airbnb and throw a bash.
0: Hmm. What happens if you do? Because, like, people are going to follow the rules. I think that was kind of. Already a kind of an unwritten rule in many of the listings on Airbnb right now. Like if you live in an apartment or the rent is an apartment, it would say no parties, but people still had many parties. Yeah, what and what qualifies as a party? Three or four people drinking? Is that a party or is that just casual? Does it have to be over ten people? Yeah. Is yeah. there a decibel level?
1: You have to be uh playing the music, yeah, loud or what
0: if it's just a slumber party?
1: Pillow fights. <laughs> as long as it doesn't now get loud. I'm excited, Jim. <laughs> That's worth getting kicked off Airbnb. Over. That's what happens, by the way. If you're uh, you're caught yeah. having a party at an Airbnb, you're going to get kicked off the app, blocked. Hmm. Um, they they did a temporary party ban when the pandemic hit in 2020, and they noticed that there was a a uh, 44% drop of unapproved parties and noise complaints from people who live near Airbnbs over the past two years. So they, they kind of figured, well, why don't
0: we just keep this going? Yeah, that's a pretty significant drop. Yeah, as long as they don't lose too much money. I'm just trying to think of the last time I used it at Airbnb, but every time it's been with like six people. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I never went in. there with just my girlfriend or something like that, you know, where it's just been like a casual thing, and then you go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, if you're on vacation, I mean people use Airbnb uh, when they're on business trips as well, I'm sure, but a lot of the time you're on vacation, you're in vacation mode. Yeah. You want to have a couple cold ones, you want to have some laughs with your friends and it might be a little bit louder than usual. Are you going to get blocked from the app
0: for that? Cuz last Maybe. yeah, last time our we rented not an apartment. I understand not having parties in the apartment. That would be very annoying, but we rented a cottage on Airbnb. Yeah, Is yeah. that not like for a bachelor party? Party is right in the name of why we went there. Now, the homeowner hated us after we left, but we're still on Airbnb. <laughs> you didn't get kicked off the app. You'll we're never not be allowed staying that cottage yeah, again. I don't think we're allowed back to Collingwood, but uh, Airbnb <laughs> is still for, fair game. I, I've seen a lot of people complaining about Airbnb because each
1: person who rents out their place can put stipulations. They can come up with their own list of rules, and the rules are getting so ridiculous and so out of hand that uh, people are saying, you know what? I'm just going to stay at a hotel. At this
0: point, it's not much cheaper either, weirdly. It used to be so cheap. Just like how Uber used when to be it started. Uber Eats used to be way cheaper. Got you hooked. Yeah, they get
1: you used to it. Destroyed the uh, the cab industry and then... Then they shoot the prices up. the prices up. Yeah, it's a classic business move. Well, just keep that in mind. If you have plans for the long weekend that involve an Airbnb... Maybe keep it at a a low whisper. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the volume at two on the uh, Bluetooth speaker. (laughs) You don't want to get kicked off the app. This is the Taz and
0: Jim Podcast.
1: And this isn't a good sign if you've invested in cryptocurrency. A cryptocurrency-themed restaurant in California has stopped accepting crypto. Oh, what's the theme then? (laughs) The theme is still cryptocurrency. It's called uh, Bored and Hungry. And it, it, you know, those bored ape NFTs? Yeah, yeah. They're like cartoon monkeys that people were buying for ridiculous amounts of money. And now they're worth like. $3 each.
0: Yeah, I think they're still up there, but they're going down. Like, they were, like, the, uh, uh, the worst art you've ever seen of a monkey is, like, a it's million a little cartoon. dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: a cartoon of a monkey, and, uh, well, Seth uh, Green bought one of these and was making a TV show, and then somebody stole it from him somehow. <laughs>
0: it was impossible with the NFTs.
1: Don't no, you own some, the rights? Somebody something? somebody duped him and huh. he now he doesn't own the rights to the character, main character on his own TV show. Oh boy. Anyways, this is a Bored Ape Crypto restaurant. <laughs> Uh, They used to, on the menu, have the food prices in U.S. dollars and in cryptocurrency, but in the past week, people have noticed that the crypto prices have been
0: removed from the menu. Well, you can only print so many menus. Each hour, you have to change the price of the crypto price. Tough. Bitcoin has dropped
1: more than half, eh? That's not good. It's not good unless you're like uh, Jim and I, and you never invested in crypto, and you were super jealous of anyone who did. Yeah, I thought we missed the boat. Now the boat's
0: sinking. The
1: boat is sinking.
0: (sighs) Dude, it it really does suck. Because there was some very intelligent people who put up a pretty good argument saying that this was the next thing, and they could explain that having a decentralized form of currency is the future, and you go, yeah, that does make sense. Uh Uh-huh. And so people invest, and there was other people saying, it sounds like a giant pyramid scheme that
1: eventually... Will topple in on itself. Sure,
0: sure. But when you see people who, who are losers becoming billionaires yeah. like, overnight, I don't mean losers, but like somebody who would never have been a millionaire, a billionaire ever with it, with their, their set of skills. Well, that's kind of how I thought of it. It's, it. Like, I'm not the most
1: savvy investor. So by the time I hear about it, I've probably missed the boat. Yeah, right? that,
0: that's when the most people were investing, after it was already $70,000 a coin. I know. And now it's uh, like mid-20s.
1: Hmm. So if you remortgaged your house and, and bought Bitcoin, uh, you may have lost over half of your life savings. Unless... You got out while the getting was good. <laughs> Someone else is holding the
0: bag. Uh hodling the bag <laughs> maybe it'll go back up i don't think it's gonna go back up to close to a hundred thousand, but you never know yeah fingers
1: crossed for you we don't want anyone to suffer financially but as of right now you can't even get a burger at the board ape crypto restaurant in california
0: this is the taz and jim podcast
1: Taz and Jim, and it's time for some rock talk.
0: Whoa, that's nice. <laughs> that's awesome! That's so cool!
1: See what's going on in the world of rock and roll. First off, just a classic rock and roll blunder here. My guess, you know, something you, you might see in the movie Spinal Tap, or it reminds me a lot of this moment from The Simpsons. <laughs> Uh, that's Springfield, Stephen. Uh, yeah, right. Kiss was performing in Austria. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, and uh, on the big screen, on stage, it had the Kiss logo, logo, and they like to put the flag of the country they're in uh, inside the the K I S S letters. Uh, and in Austria, they had the Australian flag. Yeah. <laughs> Some interns getting fired. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) obviously social media gurus.
1: Obviously, uh, Gene and Paul aren't doing that part of the (laughs) the job. So somebody Googled Australian flag instead Uh, of Austrian um. flag, and.
0: I'm sure the crowd got a bit of a kick yeah. out of it. Of of the two countries you could mix up though, that uh, that is almost forgivable. That could have been a Google autocomplete, you never know.
1: Let's jump over to Norway. Video has gone viral of a recent Guns N' Roses performance. They were doing a festival in Norway. Axel Rose singing Welcome to the Jungle and some fans were not pleased with the performance. <laughs> Some people comparing Axl Rose's current performing voice to that of Herbert the Pervert from, uh, <laughs> from Family Guy. Family Guy.
0: Say that's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet child of mine, you've been dancing with Mister Brownstone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, want a popsicle? <laughs> I wish I could do one. I, I can't do a great yeah, one. Again, yeah, okay. So I know a few of our listeners got. I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it. So a little got <laughs> more and more. Where do we go
1: now? <laughs> it's tough, man. When you burn fast and hard and bright like Axl Rose, and I'd say David Lee Roth would be in the same camp. Like when they were young.
0: The way they pushed their voices, not sustainable for your entire life. It really is almost like an athlete. You know, you blow your, you you burn your muscles out. And I'm sure, like you know, the older you get, the harder it is. Especially the way they chose to sing. Herbert the pervert on lead vocals. There. Got a nice tip for you right here in my pocket. Why don't you reach in there and fish it out for yourself? Pick, pick, pick.
1: Time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. And Dev, hockey... Tampa was pretty banged up, it turns out, during their series with Colorado.
2: Tampa Bay Lightning uh, revealed a long list of injuries their players were uh, battling through throughout the entire playoffs. So Braden Point uh, had probably the worst one. Actually, there's no probably about it. He had the worst one. He suffered a significant quad tear in Game 7 of their series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. He did not play against uh, Florida. He did not play against New York, but he did return for the first two games of the Stanley Cup Final and then didn't play after that. To me, it's a miracle he actually played in the Stanley Cup Final. When you have a quad tear, that's not something that heals uh, really quickly. Uh, Nikita Kucherov played through an MCL ailment with his knee. Anthony Sorelli had an issue with his a- AC joint with his shoulder. Ryan McDonough had what they called a mangled finger. Uh, another player had a, <laughs> a, a, in, a knee injury as well. Brandon Hagel had a foot fracture. Nick Paul had a shoulder injury. Corey Perry had a shoulder injury. Nick Paul also had a, a knee injury. And so all these players are expected to make full recoveries, which is great. But this is a good reminder to fans that when players get a little bit uh, later into their careers, sometimes maybe they're not performing up to their contract. Remember this, because fans love to see players play through injury for the ultimate chance to win, right? I mean, it's admirable, but if you're Braden Point. You need your quad when you are, you know, 40 years old. When you're 50 years old, that could impact his ability to walk. Who knows? You never. He, he could be just fine. But p- fans should remember these sorts of sacrifices that players make because they're not for not. I think fans sometimes forget it.
1: Yeah, the guys get paid pretty good, though, don't they?
2: I I would. If
0: if I would make the NHL and get an NHL guy salary, you could cut my legs off at age 45. (laughs) 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 Is this kind of like making excuses
1: at this point? It's like, yeah, we lost, but uh, look at how hurt we were, everybody. Look how mangled my
0: finger is. (laughs)
2: <laughs> there's no doubt Colorado was also battling through injuries I mean Nazum Kadri came back he wasn't you know he wasn't f- fully healed with his hand when he won Mangled the cup thumb. So, <laughs> yeah so Colorado had the same thing maybe not to the same extent as Tampa Bay it just paid off in the end for the avalanche
1: this
0: is the Taz and Jim podcast
1: yesterday oh my goodness what a perfect day Every day should be like yesterday, weather-wise. Yeah, yeah.
0: 24, 25 degrees, sunny. No, Felt like 24, 25. Yeah, not humid, not a cloud in the sky. Lovely. No wind. Mm-hmm. We were out on the golf
1: course. We played at the Oaks Golf Course in uh, Delaware. And uh, I think we played pretty well, huh? Yeah, it has a brand new bag out
0: there. Geez. Yeah, I got some uh, second-hand clubs, a new set of clubs, and I couldn't miss. Yeah, yeah, you're on fire. And you're like, oh, that's all it was. I just need a new club. So, this whole time, Taz thought he was a bad golfer. It was just my clubs. He was just cheap. <laughs> he just didn't want to pay for new clubs. I've been a great golfer this whole
1: I've wasted so much great golfing time. Great. There was uh, some decent shots. You got to you got to give me some credit. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It was great by my standards. It was, it was like not embarrassing, is what it was. Like right. if we were playing in a proper foursome best ball. I mean, I don't know how many of those shots would have been used if we played with an actual great player. But between me and you and yeah. the guys we were playing against, they were pretty solid. Well, we got to give a shout out to Rick. Who He bought this. He's
1: one of our listeners, and he bought this through a charity auction, Fire Extinguishers for Cindy. Um, Cindy Devine was in a car crash and lost her life. Uh, Our friend uh, Bob from the band Bob Noxious was one of the first on the scenes. And the car caught fire and there's nothing Bob could do. So he has started advocating for people to have fire extinguishers in the trunks of their cars. He wishes he had one on the scene of that crash and it could save lives. So get a fire extinguisher in your trunk. Uh, Anyways, at a a charity concert uh, fundraiser, Rick paid... Hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. for the chance to to golf with you and I, but I really got the feeling through the round yesterday. It was more about the fact that the Oaks is a private course, and it was the only way he could get on to golf at the Oaks.
0: Yeah, yeah. More I'm than sure. spending
1: the day with us.
0: Well, I, I thought it might have been about spending the day with us, and then at the end, you said to Rick, uh, "Hey, Rick, was it worth it?" And he waited for a second. And he go, "Sure." <laughs> A resounding We, also shirt. Beat him. we did. We yeah, also beat him true. and Kyle. Because so if know, they would have beat us, they would have been walking on clouds, you it, know? Best day of his life,
1: I'm sure. <laughs> but that was great. And, and money for a great cause. Rick, we appreciate you. And, and Kyle was disappointed because he kept telling us he's a way better golfer than. Than what he did yesterday, I think he was, he was a, pretty good. He was a little starstruck, you know.
0: <laughs> Distracting. Yeah,
1: distracted. Yeah, you yeah. know how it is. Well, I can't believe Taz and Jim are in the other cart. <laughs> Don't watch my swing.
0: Close your eyes.
1: It's time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy, and he wants to talk about baseball, the home run derby coming up, and a Toronto Blue Jay fan favorite will not be competing. Dev.
2: Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has been invited to participate in the Home Run Derby next month, but uh, has decided not to. He does not want to risk his left wrist soreness returning. He really battled that in May. It's not hurting him right now, but he was saying yesterday he does not want it to come back, and so that's why he won't be participating. Major League Baseball wants him to. The last time he did was in 2019. He put on a show. He didn't win, but he was the story of the derby he did not uh, participate uh, in these subsequent uh, home run derbies that followed and so if you're a Blue Jays fan you're really happy about this because you want him and all Blue Jays focused on the second half of the season not on the derby itself there will be it looks like a lot of Blue Jays representation At the All-Star Game, uh, Guerrero Jr. looks like he is going to be starting at first base, but Bo Bichette is getting a lot of uh, votes. Alejandro Kirk as catcher is getting a lot of votes. Um, uh, George Springer is getting a lot of votes. There could be a lot of Blue Jays at the All-Star Game in L.A. next month.
0: Will uh, one of the other golden boys, Shohei Otani, likely be in the home run derby? Does he participate in that, Dev?
2: He might. uh, If I'm the LA Angels, though, I do not want him coming anywhere close uh, to that for the very same reason. I mean, one of the problems with the home run derby is it kind of messes with your swing because it's not a typical swing. And so there have been a lot of players who have got into the home run derby and then in the second half of the season, they've struggled a bit. One guy, I think, League, uh, major leagues uh, wants to be in it is Aaron Judge. He's having a massive season for the Yankees this year. If he's in it, all eyes will be on him. He's he's a massive guy. He's like 6-7. If he participates, I'd be looking at him to possibly win.
1: Totally worth it. Just go out there and hurt yourselves for our entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun watching guys hit dingers, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, Dev. This
0: is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Jim A medical breakthrough could
0: be on its way. We're going to live forever! Yeah! Not really. But over twice as long potentially. British scientists say they're working on a new drug that could help humans live until the age of two hundred. Two hundred. Not sure if it's a pill or an injection or something like that. But basically, it's a there's
1: suppository. <laughs>
0: not worth it. Seventy-five years long enough. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait till you see the science. <laughs> <of it. laughs> you can live to two hundred, but you can't sit down for the last hundred and twenty-five. Oh, we got some good news and some bad news. Anyway, the basic concept behind it is that your cells in your body, a healthy cell, divides, you know, every once in a while, and uh, that that prevents. Is that what the scientists say? I'm just trying to give you the layman's terms. Every once in a while. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But a cell, once it's no longer useful, it stops dividing and it will just like die in your system. And as that cell is dying, it releases chemicals that speed up the aging process. So what this new drug essentially does is it flushes your system of all the dead cells that are also called zombie cells, flushes them out of your system, and that way there's only healthy cells left in your body. Those chemicals that are being produced from the zombie cells no longer making you age. So there's saying that essentially anybody listening to us talk right now, they're saying that somebody listening to us talk right now will live to the age of 150. So if you're alive right now, it will be common... You know, maybe maybe, maybe you're just 10 years old right now, but in that person's lifetime, yeah, like my kids. it will be common for people to live to 150 years old. It already happens in nature a lot with tortoises. Uh-huh. Their cells don't divide, or their their cells live longer and divide um, 100 times. Human cells, about 50. So tortoises live up to like 150, 200 years too, so that's what they're looking at.
1: Yeah, they're studying Galapagos tortoises. It's always the Galapagos. Be careful, though. This is how Spider-Man villains are born. Right, you start yeah. injecting yourself with the Galapagos tortoise blood. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're Galapagos man.
0: Yeah, to- totally. His name will have to be like a pun about turtles. Like his name will be Sheldon or something like that. The guy just like Dr. Octavius. <laughs> <Otto> <laughs> Octavius coincidentally becomes an octopus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's exciting news, I guess. But you're telling me you'll live to 200, but are you going to look 200? Cuz have you seen a person who's 100?
0: Yeah, no, like, no, it's not, what's the point? Do you no. want the next hundred years to be like that? No, I don't think the you want to be the crib keeper? keeper in like a wooden wheelchair, <laughs> zooming around. No, 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 the, the whole point is that once those you dead will, cells you are you gone. You will look younger,
1: so at a hundred, you will look way younger.
0: The aging process is is basically stopped or slowed down. So you will like, it, like when you're 200, you will probably look like you're a hundred. But you know what? It's gonna be crazy if people live to two hundred. If anybody dies at age twenty-five, it's gonna be five times more of a tragedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. It, like it would suck. You're like ah, oh. you die when you're fifty. You're like ah, oh, I guess I was still young. But you know, if you die fifty now, when they're when you can live two hundred, that's brutal. It's yeah, like dying it's, in it as a teenager. That's not uh, not the optimal for sure.
1: You know who else is gonna suck for who? kids who are waiting for their inheritance. (laughs) (laughs) Now now dad dies when he's 200 and you're you're already 176. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Uh, I had to wait 176 years so I could afford to buy a house. (laughs) Thanks for the down Drew, payment, dad. People
0: will never retire. You they think there's a housing
1: be- shortage now? Yeah. Wait till people are living till they're 200. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. So, there is a, a big food festival that that goes on It's the Can Lions Festival. And a burger won an award at this festival. It's a vegan hamburger that apparently tastes like human flesh. <laughs>
0: It won an award?
1: It won an award.
0: For what, worst burger?
1: (laughs) I think it was like best burger. Best vegetarian burger? Is
0: this some sort of political statement? Because if you want a vegan burger, you essentially want to save animals' lives. And humans are animals. So isn't the worst thing you could eat a human? So why would you want your vegan burger to taste like a human? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I also don't understand it. I'd be curious to hear from some vegans or vegetarians. Like they're okay, I guess, with with the like beyond meat stuff, the the vegan burgers that taste like animals. Mm-hmm. They don't have a problem if it tastes like meat. They just have a problem if it
0: is meat. Yeah, but who, when it comes to the human meat, who is checking to see how close it is to the real thing? Who can confirm or deny? Was Jeffrey Dahmer one one
1: of the judges on the yeah. panel? <laughs> I mean, this seems
0: like a silly marketing because nobody can confirm. This is the chef who came up with the burger. Arrest him!
1: He's talking about how it's how it's made.
2: We have actually never tasted the real juma meat. That's for me, it's too crazy too. I went into the, to my kitchen and start to see how close I could come. Hey guys, it's just plant based. So There's nothing dangerous. But the thought—that's I think people going to be uncomfortable with. So we see how much guts they have.
1: What? That's exactly what I expected them to sound like. What? <laughs> Little serial killery with the music in the background. That sounded like it was out
0: of the movie Hostel. We like, have actually never tasted oh, the real human meat. That's he, he says he hasn't. I think he's uh, haven't tasted the
1: human meat. So uh, you're right. How do they know that the burger actually tastes like
0: human meat? I don't believe this guy. I don't believe him. I think he has.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you don't believe them. No. That the burger tastes like human no, flesh. No, I think there's something about them I don't trust. Yeah. Well, why are you wearing that big bandage on your arm? What's under there? <laughs> <laughs> human teeth marks? Why do you have a burger-shaped uh, bandage on your arm there, <laughs> chef? Hmm. They say the audience really enjoyed the burger. <laughs> I, I just don't think it's a good idea to, even if it's just made out of mushrooms and vegetables and spices,
0: that you give people the taste for human meat. Sure. Even if it's not
1: human meat.
0: It's like if you play paintball, you eventually want to shoot a real gun, right? Maybe. The oomph burger.
1: <laughs> Great name <laughs> for the company uh, say that no humans were injured in the development of this product yet. (laughs) Taz and Jim just talking about this uh, vegan burger that apparently tastes like human flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just gives me the heebie-jeebies to say it. It's an award winner.
2: We have actually never... Taste the real Juma meat. That's for me. It's too crazy too. I went into the, to my kitchen and start to see how close I could come. Hey guys, it's just plant based. There's nothing dangerous. But the thought—that's I think people going to be uncomfortable with. So we see how much guts they have.
1: Hey, it's just plant based. Uh, yeah, I made a burger that tastes like uh, human flesh, but it's just plant based. Uh, that guy's uh, that guy's wife catches him having sex with a watermelon. Hey, honey, it's just plant based. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: no big deal. Nothing weird about it. No cause for concern. I put it in the microwave for a bee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, as long as it's plant based, uh, there's no problems. <laughs> People are texting us saying, "What do you think, human?" Meat tastes like. If I was a betting man, if we can swap livers with pigs, like our DNA is like ninety five percent the yeah, same yeah, as pigs, we must taste like yeah. pork, which is terrifying because that means we're delicious, especially the bacony parts, right? Yeah, this booty, this r- rump cut.
1: I've been I've been marbling this this pork chop for
0: <laughs> decades. Yeah, if you can, if you can, like you know, you soak meat in beer and alcohol. And it tastes oh, yeah. better? This this rump roast, old oh, boy. Grain fed.
1: <laughs> Thank you for all the text messages. We've got about 15 people who have texted us. Wow, if there's a, a burger that tastes like human meat, yeah, I wonder what a wiener that yeah. tastes like human meat would be like. Well, I'm sure it's next <laughs> on the list. It's just veggies.
0: <laughs> it's just a pink cucumber. <laughs> no big deal. It's just veggies.
1: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Could be the last day of school for your kids. I know my son is is done as of today.
0: I know some people who their last day was on Monday. Yeah. Like why? why not make it last Friday? You're well, gonna make them. Wednesday's kind of weird too. Yeah. Yeah. Why it wouldn't is. you have them close
1: out the week and go till tomorrow?
0: Yeah, knowing that it's just going to help the parents. Because the teachers always want that last day to... Clean up the classrooms and stuff. Yeah, I get
1: that. But still, the Monday, weird. Yeah. I I do feel old. I'm seeing a lot of my friends uh, that I've known uh, since high school posting pictures about their kids graduating from elementary school and going to high school. Mm -hmm. It kind of puts a gauge into where you are in life. I got started a little late. My kids are 5 and 2, but... I got, I got a lot of friends with teenagers now.
0: Mm-hmm. My, um, I have three, two nephews and a niece that are going to be in high school next year. Looks like
1: a lot of kids getting spoiled for their graduations as well. With gifts? With gifts, and they go all out with the... Uh, the uh,
0: the outfits, the the dresses, and the <laughs> didn't you get dressed up for your graduation? Yeah, I guess I did. I got a gift. I remember all it was was a it was like a necklace on a chain, and it just said my initials on it. I lost it that summer. I think I got a little golden
1: head with a graduation cap on it for, to Sorry, put on a, a chain. Oh, like a little golden. <laughs> Like a little golden head, just a yeah
0: <laughs> severed head.
1: No,
0: and then you would I, uh, wear it around your neck, a medallion. Yeah, okay. Uh, and it, but it was a like, it was a young man's head, and young yeah, man's head with a graduation <laughs> That's a cap weird thing to wear around after yeah, your graduation. It, as if anyone's ever going to wear that thing, yeah. Mom. I appreciate
1: the <laughs> gesture, but the day of it makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it's not like I'm going to be in my 40s still wearing my grade eight graduation medallion. It's a red flag. It'd be weird. Uh, Should I be getting my son something? He's graduating from kindergarten, going into grade one next year. Do you buy a gift for a kid on the last day of school if it's not like a milestone? I don't think so. I never did. Would he even really remember? He asked for water balloons. He saw a commercial on TV where a bunch of kids get out of school on the last day and they have a water balloon fight. He's like, Daddy, that's going to be me. Can we get water balloons? I'm like, sure. So I did get him some water balloons for tonight.
0: Water balloons are a big deal for a kid. I think that's enough. I think he'll be over the moon. Like, if you get him something nice, like, I don't know, a watch. Like, he's too young for a watch, but something like uh, that. Like, he, he's not going to enjoy it. It's like when you get your cat a gift and they just want to play with the box. Well, maybe I'll, something simple.
1: Maybe I'll go through my junk drawer see if I can find that uh, golden head with a graduation <laughs> cap medallion that my mom gave me back in the day, and I'll just re-gift it. Mm-hmm.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.